Welcome to the Adam Rothstein Hockey Podcast. This is your podcast for all things hockey. On this podcast, we talk about past history to the modern day and what you can do to grow the sport. I am your host, Adam Rothstein. All right, let's get to the show. Welcome in, everybody. This is episode number 99, and today we're talking about number 99. So Wayne Gretzky is arguably the greatest hockey player of all time. I think that is uh, no goes without question. Um, although I could, you could argue Lemieux, you could argue Ovechkin, you could argue McDavid, you could argue from a certain standpoint of him not playing in the butterfly era. But again, how else do you get 1,963 assists and 894 goals? Or, yeah, 894 goals uh, with that as well and just not um, have something to go off of? Now, Woody, how do you um, know what he would have been like had, had he... Um, uh, gone you know been born you know a few decades after 1961 you know would he you know I mean obviously they adjust to this obviously they you know this game has evolved and and if you go on the ice from when you're two years old to um you know to when you're like you know 18 years old at least you're gonna you know, like, guess what? You're going to have, like, you've, you probably would have mastered skating three times over by that point. So there's that. Um, so, you know, being born in Brantford, Ontario, you know, you're going to be, yeah, you're, guess what? You're going to be able to skate the river. It freezes in the winter. I don't know if you've known that, but Canada, it get in Canada, it gets pretty cold up there, you know. Uh, so there's that. Um, he started his career in the WHA with the Oilers, and then uh, you know, the NHL gobbled up the uh, WHA. The Oilers jump in, and and uh, then they begin uh, dominating in the uh, early '80s. Uh, but uh, but the first time the Oilers got to the Stanley Cup finals some weirdo by the name of Mike Bossy decided to say no Gretzky this is my era I'm winning my fourth in a row go screw yourself and um sort of thing so uh, there's that <laughs> yeah. um and then guess who then guess what happens in the 84 Stanley Cup Gretzky's like no I'm not gonna screw myself you screw yourself and uh, the Oilers win that one uh pretty handily i must say um gretzky won the consmith two times in the 80s he brought the kings to a stanley cup uh final in 1993 and some weirdo by the name of patrick wah um won yeah he won the stanley cup uh i yeah and i think and if i'm not sh- if I'm not mistaken, I actually think Claude Lemieux was still 
on the Canadians. I might be wrong on that one. I'm not checking that now, but um, yeah, there's that. And um, now his teammate, oddly enough, Mark Messier, they had very similar, um, you know, they diverged and then they came back. Now, Gretzky, after being on the Kings, was on the Blues, and um, and in, I believe, 97, maybe, or either 1997 or 1998, um, I think Steve Eiserman hit that goal 1-0, and, you know, Gretzky lost the puck, and that weirdo Steve Eiserman, um, you know, took a shot from, like, the blue line, and and then you know and uh Joe Lewis Arena just went insane um that time and uh some weirdo by the name of Sergey Fedorov also won the Stanley Cup as well um and uh and then in 1999 he plays his uh final season with uh Marc Messier and um and with that he uh you know they retired they start. They both start on the Oilers. Gretzky veers off one path, and then Messier sort of stays on the path with the Oilers. He gets them to the Stanley Cup in 1990, and then, and then by the end of that decade, they both meet up. Gretzky retires, and he immediately has his retired his number retired across the NHL. So no one else is allowed to use number 99 in the NHL. Um, you see that in baseball, uh, Aaron Judge has 99, and and I I haven't seen this on an NBA player or NFL player, but I'm assuming they get to use number 99. But you think, but no one just really has focused on that as well. So there's that. So how do you measure his accomplishments? Uh, exactly. How do you measure him as, you know, a player? I mean, you know, when he got to the when he got to the NHL, no one thought he'd he'd dominate as well as he did. And I think, you know, even though he was in the WHA and maybe it was to a lesser degree, um, not as intense, he still dominated when he got there. You know, it like just being like 18, 19 years old, you tie Marcel Dion for the scoring title and and you just um you overlap him you um overshadow him rather if you will um Marcel Dion was really overshadowed by Messier and Gretzky and and just like right from the get-go he ties Marcel Dion and he gets a 215 point and then four years later he gets 215 points in 1984 which was like insane um i'm gonna pull up the 51 game point streak as well um and he gets 92 goals in the and he beats esposito as well in the 80s i mean like he was on he was on a tear like he was getting like 200 points easily and he like like imagine if like remember ichiro when he got like 200 hits a year for the mariners for like nine years in a row gressie did that with points so um for reference point um i'm gonna pull up the um the uh the video now and just see uh where we where we go from here um as well so we have google chrome or wait a minute 
Yeah. Yeah, so we got that. And and um and also I just have to admit that that this is arguably the greatest hockey player ever. So we'll uh just so if you haven't seen this, go go check it out and then we'll uh check in on Gretzky breaks Esposito's record. And that was nineteen that was his third season in the NHL, by the way, when he uh beat Esposito. Fifty one game points regardably is probably the best. When Wayne Gretzky retired in 1999, he held or shared over 60 NHL records. It would be difficult to rank any one as the most impressive. His 92-goal season, 50 and 39, a whopping 215 points in 1985-86, and the NHL's all-time scoring mark. A minute to go in the game, low, third of the blue line held in by Duchesne. Duchesne passes deep to Taylor, to Gretzky, scores! He's done it! All of these are unmatched accomplishments, but Gretzky prided himself on consistency, his ability to do it every night, which may have been his greatest strength. In the early 1980s, Gretzky was setting incredible records each year. As the Oilers began the 1983-84 season on October 5th, so too began the longest point streak in NHL history that almost wasn't. And so there was about eight seconds left in the game and a guy named Troy Murray passed the puck from the boards into the middle and then knocked it out of midair backhanded, knocked it forward and went in and put it in the empty net with about two seconds to go to keep the streak alive at 46. And that's when it really hit me that people were thinking and talking about the streak. So from about game 45 to 51 when the streak actually ended, I was playing with the shoulder was so sore. And then after the 51st game when I didn't get a point in 52, I didn't play the next six games. The streak included 61 goals and 92 assists for 153 points. The total reach during that streak alone would have been enough to win the scoring title that season. Gretzky ended the year with 205 points. Even more impressive was his 51-game scoring streak, one of his many records that may never be broken. Okay, so you see that, and um, you see everything as well, and I'll just stop the share right now. You see that, and and he um, just dominated, you know, this era of that. And and Connor McDavid getting over 150 points today is, like, insane. But then again, he, you know, the pads weren't bigger on the goaltenders. They, they were smaller. They were not, you know, they were not doing butterflies, like, like the goalie's sitting on his AWS essentially. And I'm probably gonna have to put the E on this. It, no, 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 I'm not putting the E on this. You you can figure it out. I'm just not saying it. But but here's the thing, you know, he's you know, they're like they have to sit down to stop the puck. They they're not on their knees, they're not not on the inside part of their knees and shins. They they were not flexible. They were not doing yoga. They were not stretching the way they were today. And Gretzky took advantage of it. Would he have dominated? Probably. You know he you know he would have had a harder shot too as well with the composite sticks. You see, he did that with a wooden stick, by the way. So keep that in mind 
for a reference point. But, but you know, you know, he he even didn't play, you know, the next six games. And had he, um, you know, you know, he definitely, you know, fifty one points too. I, if he got six more, you know, and got to fifty seven, he would be on, you know, Heinz ketchup essentially. Um, and then there's the story of Joe DiMaggio getting fifty six having his 56 game hitting streak, but then just, uh, it was not there. And, um, and, you know, because, you know, in baseball, it's a little different than in hockey because you also need to have an actual at bat. You actually need to have an opportunity to hit the ball and you could just be walked too. Um, and like you could get four walks in a game and, you know, you didn't exactly having that bad but in hockey you know you know as long as that clock is ticking you got opportunity so um use that time wisely um what else is there the um the what else was there i think oh yeah at passing esposito i'll get that up um as soon as i can let's see here so we'll get Esposito up. Dobby's Esposito. One hundred years. On February twenty fourth, nineteen eighty two, Edmonton Oilers forward Wayne Gretzky continued his one man quest to rewrite the NHL record book. In a game against the Buffalo Sabres, Gretzky scored his 77th goal to break the single-season record held by Phil Esposito. I went through the middle of the ice, drove the net, he broke in, held onto the puck. I'm, I'm going, oh, God, I'm going to get a pass from him because you always got to think that it's coming because he can get you the puck. Anywhere at any time, and he ends up sliding it in. I think everybody in the building was waiting for it to happen. And when he scored that goal, fans just went nuts, just like their own team had scored. It was just one of those things you knew was going to happen. I mean, Phil had followed us around, I think, for the last probably five games or so. Well, first of all, it was a, a tremendous relief. So now you can get back to your business. <laughs> I was so worried. From my point of view, I was thrilled to be chasing down a guy like Phil Esposito. And he was kind enough and showed a lot of class and dignity when he came to follow me around when I had a chance to break his record. And it was a time I won't forget. And I want to thank you for allowing me to be part of this. I mean, thank God, Wayne. Congratulations. Number 99 wasn't content with 77. He would go on to score an astounding 92 goals that season, an NHL record which may never be broken. Another reference point is that Connor McDavid um, scored, and I'll stop the share now. Connor McDavid scored 64 goals, and that was still pretty impressive this year. Um, I think it was 64 goals and he had like, like 80 something assists. I think he had like 82 assists, I think. And he had an assist per game too this season. So that's insane. But 64 goals, you know, is not anything, you know, it's nothing shy of incredible too, but Gretzky just found a way to just take it to new heights too. 
And and I think when he wanted those 92 goals, he got them. Like he was determined to get them. He needed, you know, and then there was still, I mean, he took days off. Clearly he took days off, you know, you know, he was not Phil Kessel and had he been Phil tried to be Phil Kessel. First of all, I think he would be, he probably would have been injured. He certainly would have shortened his career. So I think he did what he needed to do to get what needed to be done, done. You know, I think that was obvious. Now, um, I think the biggest, you know, with four Stanley Cup rings and just going to the finals six times and winning four out of six, that's, you know, hey, that's pretty good. You know, you won two thirds of the time you were there. And and I think it is a big shame that the Kings did not win the 93 Stanley Cup. But I think, you know, and and then there's a th- something else that, you know, Doug Gilmore should have been the cup winner. You know, the Maple Leafs should have been in the finals. And it, you should have had one more Canadians Maple Leafs um, Stanley Cup final, too. Had Doug Gilmore, you know, gotten his call against Gretzky. You know, we're in an alternate dimension, and guess what? Well, a Canadian team was won the 93 Stanley Cup Finals anyway, so it, do- it doesn't matter about that. You know, but, like, Toronto wins it, and and then, you know, you know, and maybe that, maybe that actually affects whether or not Patrick Waugh stays, because, you know, you know, then they have to, you know, because they can't let him go, too, and then, and as well now i don't know if quebec would would have stayed in that i think they sort of like knew that now colorado's calling we're going to colorado sort of thing so that was nothing else there um you know and and toronto was really good you know gretzky was not in his prime or he was just coming out of his prime at the time but he certainly could have you know it certainly could have been something else too so um that's unfortunate for the Leafs but Gretzky did get in in there and um and and they didn't do too well I mean you know the dominance of Patrick Waugh was too much and Gretzky always struggled against Patrick Waugh in fact Patrick Waugh once deked Gretzky over the red line in the game for uh when he was playing in Colorado uh Patrick Waugh was playing in Colorado so I don't so he he really did struggle against um, uh, Gretzky did really struggle against Patrick Waugh because Patrick Waugh was the first butterfly goal and that's why some people say oh Wayne's not the greatest he struggled with Patrick Waugh who was the first one to really implement the butterfly so therefore he's not the best but I think I I don't you know I'll take the arguments of Lemieux could be better. I can take the arguments today of McDavid's the best or Ovechkin's the best, but I think that that had he um, gone through, you know, the training, had he had access to the training like Ovechkin did, like McDavid did, had he knew the diets, had he had a composite stick at the time. Oh, he's scoring a hundred goals in a season with a composite stick. You know it too, and you know it, and. And, and and the skates themselves were not as um they were not engineered like they were today. It, it was probably harder to skate with it. And and it was just not structured too. It's like 
the old Nikes too, and in shoes. And today you have like all these other brands and all these good running shoes that just really, really work. And, and it's incredible too. Um, Wayne Gretzky um, did go on to manage the Coyotes. I think he, um, the one time when Ovechkin, oddly enough, um, made that beautiful on his back and he sweeps it with the heel of his blade or like the front heel of his blade or like um, with that curved heel part of the blade and he just drags it and then he just pushes it through past whoever I don't know his name that's why he's not playing in the NHL anymore (laughs) um the goalie's name I I mean but but like that was his best goal and Gretzky was like how did he do that too so like you know you know you can make the case too for all that um as well uh Gretzky was playing I mean like you could see the era of the 80s too it was not like the nets were a little different. The face-off circles were different. Um, and and I think the, you know, and, and it just did not look, it's not like today. It was not like today at all with all the the things. So I definitely think that he is easily, you know, he's easily in the top five. All right, let's say that even though he never played in the butterfly era. I really um, hope you liked this episode, uh, the 99th episode of Talking About Number 99. And uh, before we get back into the preseason of the NHL and doing all that jazz. So um, if you would like to support me, Growing Hockey is the audiobook is out now on audiobooks.com, Google Play, Chirp. Um, it is not on Audible yet, but it is coming out soon so expect that in about two weeks uh as well there will be a link to the um audiobooks link um in the uh, show notes or description so uh be sure to check that out and if you like this podcast please be sure to rate this five stars on apple spotify google wherever you get this and uh please write me a little review i want to know what did you think of this episode i I, I genuinely want to know, like, like, what did you think of the episode? What do you think of the show? And uh, with that being said, take care and peace out.